Welcome to Stone Cold Murder. We are your hosts, Kai and Dee. Thanks for tuning in for Season 1, Episode 3. Just a PSA, if you are listening and have any information that you would like to share to help solve a crime, please go to www.crimestoppers.com. Today we have Jay on the pod. Thanks for being on tonight. How are you today? Good. How are you guys? Doing great. Good. We appreciate you coming on. We have a good story for you today. I'm very excited. Are you feeling stoned? Yes. Good. <laughs> All right. I'm kind of nervous. Nervous? I get that. I just saw the title. The title? <laughs> yeah. You're not supposed to look at the title beforehand, but that's okay. We'll forgive you this one time. <laughs> You'll never be Thank on the pot you. again. Just <laughs> You've been banned. Well, you guys did tell me the rules. <laughs> well, the rules are you're not supposed to know. But now you know. All right, so let's get into it. We are doing the vending machine murders today. Have you ever heard of them? No. The murderers or murder? Murders. With vending Multiple. machines. Yes. You've you know never heard? Vending machine is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah. know what a vending machine is? They make me fat. Well, I was just wondering because, you know, all these Gen Zers today, they don't know what a VHS tape is. No, I'm know, dead. You know, my favorite thing on the vending machine is at work <laughs> Oreos. I eat so many Oreos. Mm. Oreos are good. And now they have those Pretzels. And like little mini bags. I thought you meant like candy. I was like, they still make those? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like little... Like the frozen dots? No. Dippin' dots? No, like the dots, the gummies. You know, the little gummy ones? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like gumdrops? Yes, they're like a gumdrop. Like the lemon ones? No. No. That's different. Lemon drops? Oh, I love those ones. (laughs) B, what's your vending machine go-to snack? What's mine? Yeah. I love me some Chex Mix. Mmm. Mm. Chex Mix is Like the, the savory like kind. Mix? No. Savory or sweet <laughs> kind of. Oh, savory. Yes. No, I'm the not sweet ones savory. are like doing too much. Mm-hmm. The sweet. Because I'm yeah, gonna girl, com- give me some save. I'm going to like compare that to the reindeer chow. The reindeer chow yeah, no is one the likes best that. way. What's you don't reindeer like reindeer chow? chow? I don't really like sweet. Like Chex Mix. Okay. Anyways. I've got pie. Pie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that just went down another road. <laughs> okay, what kind of pie though? That matters. Yeah, it does matter. Okay, like, it really does. I like if it's good apple pie. If you say cherry pie, Ew, I'm girl, going, you I'm... ratchy. Cheese pie. Okay. Cherry pie. <laughs> <laughs> No, I That's like, the kind of cheering. I like so pumpkin I pie like. if it's good. Yes. I like apple pie if it's good, but it only can be good. Like, I can smell the pie and tell if it's good, and if it doesn't smell good, then I will eat it. Fair. I think that's a good judge um, of what pie. What pie do you like? Somebody bought a pumpkin pie from our local grocery store. I want, I don't know if I can say the name of it. Yeah, go ahead. No, don't do it. Okay. We don't need them coming after us. They the pumpkin pie had like bits of stuff in it, like oh yeah, that was real awesome. like like the, their mixer fell apart or something. Mm. It was like a gas station one. It was it not a sweet potato pie? It was pie. a gas station one. It didn't even come from. No, the I'm saying that's like what it is. Like it was repulsive. <laughs> I want smooth and creamy pumpkin pie. Do you know what I don't? It wasn't is, sweet potato. Have you guys ever had one of those no. bagged pickles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you yeah. like them? 
No. I mean, it depends on what it is. <laughs> they kind of, like, disturb you. Because it's in a bag? <laughs> like, that's just so much waste. <laughs> Wait, how do we go from candy, vending machines to candy? You know how we, we just smoked this joint. <laughs> this is how we got there. Yeah, I think it's Well, because I'm just trying to figure out what you guys would Wait, get out of the vending machine. Pickles in a bag are wasteful? <laughs> <laughs> yes, have you seen how much plastic around those things just for a tiny little pickle? <laughs> Put that in a glass jar. <laughs> have you ever had a Kool-Aid pickle? Ew! That's a thing. Like in the South, they make pickles <laughs> in Kool-Aid. And it makes them like red. Yeah. Red pickles. <laughs> Are we gonna get into the story or? Yes, I just wanted to know what snacks you would have got if you were in the. Oreos. Okay, savory Chex Mix, and I have to know why would you, you like get? Chex Mix. They're plain. <laughs> like the ones with seasoning. Do you? Yeah, I don't prefer that. You don't taste. The I like the crunchy things. I mean, like I the taste the seasoning. Or the, the seasoning I want in my mouth. No. What's your favorite piece in there? <laughs> the checks. Oh, you like the checks? I, I like the, the burnt. Checks. I like the burnt bread. <laughs> the little stale bread. I yeah. used to hate that until recently. It's so I like good. It I like suck on it. I used to when I worked at an office at mm. one point in time. My friend that was in the desk next to me in the cubicle, I would save all the bread pieces and give that to her. And then she was scraps. I'm offended you didn't bring she them She loved to me. it. <laughs> she loved your Oh, your look, there's a zebra. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that cute? So dead. Okay. Tell me the story. Okay, what would you get in a vending machine? Hot Cheetos. Oh, wait. I didn't know that was in the vending machine. Like, most of the vending machines that I go to don't have that. But oh. if it has it, definitely. Yeah, the one at my old work had hot Cheetos. That like flaming fries. Oh, hot fries. Yes. Yeah. You guys like the jalapenos? You guys like tacos? Yes, absolutely. So definitely hot Cheetos or. Have you had the hot Cheeto bunions? I love bunions. Fire! Oh, they're so good. I like dipping them in ketchup. Oh. That is a a monstrosity if I've ever heard one. Would you eat that? No. Who got you on that? My coworker. It's so good. It's like an onion ring. No, it's not. <laughs> well, she dips in a mustard, too. I'm like, that's a little too far for me. <laughs> <laughs> the mustard's too far. Yeah. Disgusting. I really want to know what you're... Like, I want to know why she you actually She also eats those pickles. In the back... <laughs> Okay, tell right. the story. Same <laughs> office I worked at. <laughs> there was a girl that was on a diet, and when she craved <laughs> when she when she craved French fries, she would buy baked potatoes plain from Wendy's and put ketchup and put ketchup on it because it would satisfy her no. fried craving. No, 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 no. Ketchup on a baked no. potato? Oh, <laughs> vomit. <laughs> And she'd hung like and and I was like, "Do you really like that? It's really not bad, Brock." <laughs> okay. No ketchup potatoes. So you get hot me. Cheetos, and what would Matt get? Twix. 
twigs. Ooh, I love twigs. Yeah, it's a good idea. Little Look nugget. <clears throat> Matt is in the box again today, as always. In we the box. <laughs> in the box. We didn't introduce him. <laughs> yes. I'm but sorry. we should get into this story. Talking about all of our high uh, snacks. The vending machine murder. Oh, oh I did hear about this. Oh, yeah? Is it where the guy, like... But no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Can I whisper in your ear? No. <laughs> I'm about to tell you the story right now. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yeah. Positive? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get into it. Our story starts out April 30th, 1985, in Fukuyama, Hiroshima. Oh. Nailed it. Yes. I was wondering how you were going to do with that one. I actually did that up. one pretty good. You did. Unlike last episode, right? Fucked up everything. <laughs> All right. So a truck driver decided he was thirsty and wanted to stop and get a nice cold drink. He stopped on his way home at a vending machine to quench his thirst. But before he buys something, he finds a bottle of, it's kind of like a vitamin water type thing. Is this thing. fiction or real? No, this is real. Okay. This is real life. He finds a bottle of Aronaman C, which is on top of the vending machine. What is that? It's like a vitamin water, Gatorade. What is it called? Body armor type thing. Aronaman C. It's like they put added vitamins, but it's like the Japanese version of like a vitamin water. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sitting on top of the vending machine, and he kind of decides like, what the fuck? Whatever, I'm going to take this drink, you know? Mm -hmm. It's a free drink, why not? I think so, that was pretty common, too. That, yes. Yeah. Like, that wouldn't be weird. No. That may sound weird in other places, but I guess that was pretty common to do that. Yes, hmm. it was. And the aronamin C I already kind of went into, but it was just like a vitamin-enriched juice, mm. like water, uh, vitamin water, Gatorade, body armor. Why do you was... think they put the name of the drink in there? Huh? Why do you think just, they put the name of the drink in there? Well, you gotta listen. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's, it's okay. for a reason. a reason. There is a reason why. Yeah. Okay. The Aronaman C. Um, the Aronaman C was uh, very popular in just like middle-aged men. Like, mm-hmm. for some reason, those that was like the clientele that purchased yeah. most of these no, juices. Not a lot of young, younger people were buying it. Right. Like we said, like before, if you guys get mad... This was like a common practice in Japan. Like certain machines would just have drinks or snacks on top of it because Aronaman C at the time was doing this deal that if you bought one, it would spit out a second drink. And so people would either take the drink or they just leave it for another person, just kind of as like an act of, hey, here's something. Yeah. By the person's drink in front of you. Yeah, kind of like that. Like a pass on the the kindness type of a thing. So he didn't really think anything of it when he saw Mm -hmm. the drink sitting up there. He was like, all right, thanks. You know? So he proceeds to drink it, but halfway through the drink, he starts to feel sick and ends up being admitted to the hospital. And a few days later, on May 2nd, he ends up dying. And the cause of death was determined to be poisoning by a popular herbicide called Parquet. Have you ever heard of it? Parquet is a chemical and is a popular herbicide used to control unwanted grass, weeds, and crop growth in agriculture and non-agricultural areas. It kills like dandelions and stuff like that. So herb is like a killer. A herb killer. Yes, an herb killer. Parquat, I think is what it's called, or parquet. I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. Um, It's extremely toxic when ingested. And uh, when ingested, the poison is filtered through the kidneys, and it, like, quickly removes 
the victim's ability to remove it from their system. So it like shuts down the kidneys. It can cause the vital organs to start shutting down. And then the parquet gravitates to the oxygen saturation. Um, It causes fibrosis that slowly worsens while the victim's lungs filled with fluid and they drown from the inside. So it's like a very gnarly, terrible way to go. Agonizing. Um, It can cause nausea, vomiting, abdominal pain, diarrhea, pain and swelling in the mouth and throat, increased heart rate, disorientation, and difficulty breathing. And if exposed to the skin, it can cause rashes, blisters, and chemical burns. I think Jay is shook right now. (laughs) Yeah, he's agonized. Like, this guy went through agony. And how long did it take him to die? Two days. So it's not even like it will kill you quickly. It kind of... Yeah, I think it depends on, like, how much you ingest. But, um... That's awful. Absolutely terrible. I couldn't think of a worse way, you know? I mean, maybe, but... No. That's pretty pretty gnarly. Yeah. Um, In multiple sources I found, it seemed like parquet was a popular method in that area for people to take their own life and complete Mm -hmm. suicide at the time, which I thought was very interesting method of doing it. Yeah, Yeah, During these vending machine murders, 35 people in total were poisoned. Wow. He would be the first of 12 victims who died from these parquet poisonings. Starting April 30th, 35 people were poisoned in total. But this man would be the first of 12 who died from the poisonings. Are you ready to tell me about each 12? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, are you ready? Okay. Starting April 30th, and then the... The killing stopped November 7th, so it was a few long months of people getting poisoned and drinking these drinks. This is in Japan? Yes. And what year was this? Uh, 1985. We're going to go over the rest of the victims. And they don't really have killings there. No. Not a whole lot. Not Hmm. a whole lot. Wait a minute. But unfortunately, I couldn't find a lot of these victims' names. I think it's just due to privacy reasons. I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of them wanted their names out there. So we'll respect the privacy, and I'm not going to say anybody's names. I'm just going to kind of go over their age and what kind of happened. On September 11th, a 52-year-old man returning from a fishing trip stopped to get a drink from a vending machine. He found a extra drink in the slot and decided to take it home to drink. He died on September 14th after ingesting the Parkwatt-laced drink that he found in the slot in the vending machine. The day after, September 12th, a 22-year-old college student bought a real gold energy drink and found a second real gold energy drink that unfortunately happened to be laced with Dequat, which is another popular herbicide, but it's still linked to the Parquat poisonings because of just it being an herbicide and being poisoned in the vending machine and stuff. They still connect this one. This one was inside or on top? This was inside, and it was a energy drink instead of the aronamin C. Okay. So it was a little bit different, and it was a different but again, it type was... of poison, but it was yeah. similar to the Parkwat. So mm-hmm. they did connect this one to there. Um, he ingested that on September 12th and ended up dying on September 14th. Mm-hmm. This was the only case where the victim had been poisoned with a different chemical. Mm-hmm. On September 19th, a 30-year-old man purchased a Coke from a vending machine and found a second drink on the ground next to the vending machine, and he drank both and later died September 22nd. 
So a lot of these are happening um, like two days. Mm-hmm. They're like yeah, really surviving for two days yeah. or like happening within a day or two days of each other. Mm-hmm. They're just happening very fast. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 No, this is unsolved. Also, in, I. <laughs> Has anyone else noticed the pattern so far? It seems to only be men. Yeah. That does this happen? Yeah. I think um, there's only one female that dies. Very interesting. Which is, yeah, very interesting. That is. Um, A lot of people think maybe it's because of the type of drink that they were poisoning. Who but was attracted to it. Also, yeah. like, the real gold energy drink and mm-hmm. the Coke. I mean, I don't know. You can't really say that a guy is going to pick that. You, you know, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you really can't. It could all just Say be that. perfectly random, but it yeah. just seems interesting. And I think that's what's scary about this case is a lot of this is very random, and we'll get into it later, but they think that he didn't even stick around to, like, watch this happen. He just kind of poisoned people and left, you know, Crazy. which is really weird. Yeah, um, so the next one was September 20th. A 45-year-old man finds two real gold energy drinks in the vending machine slots, and he passed on September 22nd. September 23rd, a 50-year-old man finds two Aronaman C drinks in the vending machine slot. He drinks them and later dies October 7th. October 5th, a 44-year-old finds two Aronaman C drinks left in the vending machine. He drinks them, later dies October 21st. October 15th, a 69-year-old man finds two unnamed drinks, so they didn't say what kind of drinks they were. He finds those in the vending machine, consumes both of them, and dies on November 13th. October 21st, a 55-year-old man (coughs) dies from drinking a poison drink. October 28th, a 50-year-old man dies from ingesting an Aronaman C drink. November 7th, a 42-year-old man Takes two drinks he finds in the machine. Drinks How many them. men's have this been already? Eleven. Wow. Yeah. November 7th, a 42-year-old man finds two drinks. He takes them home and drinks them both. Later dies on November 16th. This brings us to our final victim. November 17th, a 17-year-old girl from Kodama mm-hmm. District Kodama. buys a cola and takes the cola she finds in the slot. And unfortunately dies a week later. Jeez. Yeah. She's the only female victim in this case, but obviously we don't know if that was on purpose. Mm -hmm. More likely just at random. These folks got the unlucky pick of the draw. Did they drink the whole thing? Um, I think some of them did. Um, But that first man that drank it, the truck driver... He, he yeah, he stopped like halfway through one of the drinks because he, he was feeling it? sick. He started mm. feeling sick, yeah. So I feel like it was pretty immediate. The symptoms hit him quickly. Yeah, yeah. which is scary. That it's is, again, but then the scary. death is kind of long and antagonizing. Did you just say like die right away? Right. Do you see we're on the final victim? Yeah, that was our final victim. Was the female? I thought there was thirty-two. Thirty-two poisonings, but only twelve deaths. Wow. So some of them were able to be treated and saved. And I wonder and how like they treated they that. Like, I don't know. How, how do you know? Do they live like a good life? A lot of these victims on here were nameless. So it's like mm-hmm. almost impossible to find mm-hmm. some of this stuff. It was kind of a hard case like, to research. I had uh, issues afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Like long-term problems. Mm-hmm. 
I would if it affects your organs, I wonder if any of your organs like stop working. Yeah, I would think it would. Um, we're gonna go ahead and get into the investigation though. This is an extremely difficult <laughs> and frustrating case, but uh, we're going to go ahead and get into it. The investigators had a very difficult time investigating this from the get-go. Mm-hmm. All the victims, mm-hmm. except for the last one, were male. They had been poisoned with Parquat, except for one who had ingested the Dequat. There were absolutely no evidence left behind, and the drinks were deposited at the machines with little to no foot traffic. So no cameras, no eyewitnesses present, no forensic DNA found. They did test it, but it yielded, like, no information whatsoever. So that was, like, no avenue that they could go down. All the machines were tested for other lace drinks, but none of the drinks that were inside the machine had been poisoned. That is so interesting. The only ones that were poisoned were the ones that were found in the slot or, like, so on the machine or near them. they were never put in the machine. Right. So yeah. it was, like, someone, like, Set it up. buying the drink, poisoning it, and then, like, depositing so, the drinks later. And, but, yeah. like, you notice when you open a drink, and I don't know how you open these, but it definitely couldn't have been a can because right. it's going to pop that open. Right. But even with, like, a bottle, you're going to hear that click. Yes. And you that was... when that seal breaks. Right. Which is really interesting. I think I put it in here, but um, this was before a lot of these contaminant seals oh. were even like so may not have had required it. to be on these mm-hmm. bottles. And actually, I believe it was Aronimin C or even Coca-Cola. After this case came about, they were heavily hounded about putting these like temper seal mm-hmm. things so on them. And they kind of said, nah, it's kind of the victim's fault for not realizing yeah. Wow. Okay. It would cost them too much money, basically, to switch these bottles. But drink those. <laughs> yeah, obviously, you know, that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. I think every type of Probably beverage has to have it. that. But yeah. before, they were like, nah, it's kind of the victim's fault. So hmm. I thought that was kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, it's really gross. Yeah, <laughs> it's very disgusting. But yeah. nonetheless, we'll continue. So, yeah, like like I said, none of those drinks on the inside were poisoned, just the ones around or, like, in the slot. Detective also um, examined the victims themselves to uncover any possible, like, connection between each of the victims. And that did not take long for them to realize that the killings had been indiscriminate and at random. And there were absolutely nothing linking one to another other than the poisonings themselves. And were the locations the same? No. They weren't spread across Japan, and I kind of would have said that. I have them in here, but I was not so positive on the pronunciation. What is also interesting about that is, like, I wonder if at any point, and I know it's a small amount of people, so maybe they didn't think about this, but putting out some kind of PSA to people, like, you need to be on the alert, don't pick up drinks right Right. now, because we just, we're having these issues, but maybe they, if it's all over Japan, think about how how many people live in Japan? So, like, as sad it is, as it is, 12 out of millions of people, they're like, well, yeah. do we need to make this a big PSA? I'm, right. Like, how do you make Do we need decision? to scare the whole population? Yeah. 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 I know, it's a... Well, like, at least tell people to not drink drinks after people. Yeah, maybe put up signs at vending machines just saying... Yeah, hey, so. let's not leave drinks behind or whatever. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like governments don't share things quick enough because they're afraid it's going to, like, cause panic. I'm like, well, maybe there should be panic in some instances, you know? Like, who yeah, cares if people... Like, they all they care about is the greed of, like, that company losing the money. Right. Mm-hmm. 
It's hard. Yeah. Uh, The police were never able to come up with any leads, obviously. There was, like, nothing to go off of. But they did want to prevent as many deaths as possible. So they did distribute warnings in various Mm -hmm. places. It probably took some time to finally come to that realization. Yeah. They also asked drugstores and other places who stocked parquet supplies to watch their purchases and to keep up-to-date records of anyone who did buy the chemical. So they could kind of track if it was being purchased by the same person over and over and over. But after the final death in November, the case went cold almost overnight. The identity of the vending machine killer or any information about them at all has remained unknown ever since. It's never happened again? No. Wild, right? We'll go ahead and get into the theories. I'm going to warn you because of just the randomness of this and the way it was kind of done. There's really not a lot of theories. There's like a singular theory here. Okay. And like another one that... You know, if that's not the case, then it's probably this. This is like a whole nother, this theory is almost a whole nother case in itself. Interesting. It's kind of long, but it's the only one we have. So, number one, the monster with 21 faces. (laughs) Yes. Story time, ready? (laughs) For 17 months, a group of people, eventually named the monster with 21 faces, terrorized Japan by poisoning popular brands of candy and blackmailing their owners. Wow. So in March, uh, March eighteenth, um, <laughs> so, monsters. Yes, they're called the monsters with twenty one faces because they're completely unknown to Japan. Uh-huh. Nobody ever figured out who these people were or anything like that. Uh-huh. So they can't connect them to a certain person. They just call them the monster with twenty one faces. But they terrorized Japan by poisoning popular brands of candy and blackmailing the owners of these companies. Got you. So March 18th, 1984, two masked men kidnapped Katoshia Azaki, the CEO of a candy manufacturer. This is a theory that's happened. This actually happened. Okay. But they theorized the that maybe these people had something to do mm-hmm. with the poisonings, basically. They took him somewhere uh, to some warehouse and demanded a ransom for 1 billion yen, which is about 4.2 million U.S. dollars. That's a lot of money. That is. So they demanded this for his safe return. On April 10th, 1984, arsonists torched several vehicles parked outside of the Galico headquarters and destroyed the surrounding area. On May 10th, Galico received a threatening letter signed by the monster with 21 faces. It said, packages of Galico candies have been laced with potassium cyanide, which is horrible. After some discussion, authorities decided to pull all Galico candies from grocery stores throughout Japan. The product removal was disastrous and resulted in a profit loss of more than 20 million and laid off more than 400 workers. A security camera in a grocery store captured a man not affiliated with the store, putting Galico products on the store shelves. Mm. The man wore a baseball hat and was difficult to identify. The police received a letter that said, Dear Stupid Police Officers. Oh, wow. Yes. (laughs) Don't lie. All crimes begin with a lie. And as we say in Japan, don't you know that? You seem to be at a loss. Japan as a whole was terrified, and their candy sales plummeted after this. really interesting. 
pen a letter like that. I like, know. I really didn't like see the was, rest of the letter either. It was just like a little. Again? The letter sounds like it was written by a kid. It said, "Dear stupid police officers, <laughs> you don't lie. <laughs> all, all crimes begin with a lie, and as we say in Japan, don't you know that? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that doesn't make much sense to me, but that don't you know real, it all begins with a lie? Don't you know that? Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't know it began with the lie at all. <laughs> but Japan as a whole is like terrified and their candy sales plummeted like mm. terribly. Yeah. The summer of 1984, uh, that same year, they expanded their ransom request to include the candy company Moringa and also Mar- Marida. Yeah. Yeah, Marida. Marida yeah. Ham and House Food Corporation food ham? companies. Did they make ham? And candy? I don't know. I never or really... Or is that a name, maybe? It's the name, Mirandai Ham. Okay. It's the company. In June, the monster said that he would put an end to their activities. Mm. But in exchange for 50 million yen this time. Wow. Yes. The letter demanded the ransom placed on a train heading towards the city of Kyoto. There would be a white flag on the train to signify when, the, when to drop off the money. Pretty basic. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, it's an odd thing. Okay, come put it on this train, and I'm going to put a flag on the train. And, and when a the white flag... flag, that's a surrendering. That's what you do yeah. when you're surrendering. That's it's kind lame. of an interesting choice. <laughs> 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 like Dido. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> surrender. <laughs> With fish? Fishes. No. I will go down with this ship. <laughs> With wait, fishes. I think it says that. No? No. no. I there. will go down with fishes. Open my hands up. And we're not going to sing the rest and of it because we don't want to get sued. And nothing about fishes. Nothing. No. He's, she's talking about being on a ship metaphorically. And crashing and going down. Anyways. Why? I'm guessing it's about love. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, the white flag on the train. <laughs> That was used to signify. Yeah, we can absolutely have more weed. <laughs> Don't think my eyes. Can I stop? He said, "My eyes gone." Wait, wait. <laughs> go to the bathroom. Yeah, let's pause. And we're back now. <laughs> so we were talking about in June with the yes. fifty million yen and the white flag on the train. Mm-hmm. So they said the that the white flag on the train would signify the drop <laughs> of the money. It's Dido. <laughs> Picked up right where we left off. <laughs> exactly where we left off. Yes, with Dido. The police officer entered the train with the money in hand, looking for the white flag. But when he entered, he did not see the white flag but did notice a male train passenger acting strangely. Mm. Ooh, scandalous. And then he found him one of those energy drinks. And yes, drank it. and then he drank it and died. Just kidding, no, he didn't. Oh. I was like, plot twist. <laughs> plot twist, there was a 13 Or a plot victim, twist, it was the 15... cop. No, it wasn't. Oh. He entered the train, saw the passenger acting strangely, and the police officer described the man as having an athletic build, and his most remarkable feature was noted that he had fox-like eyes. Wait, what? 
fox like eye. What does that mean? Like the shape, the color, the like that <laughs> I have absolutely no clue. <laughs> what does fox eyes look like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like this. Like a cat eye? Uh, Where did that come up? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, fox like eyes. Look at the eyes. Do you see the eyes? <laughs> Fox like eyes. Got it? What does a fox mean? What does a fox mean? <laughs> Isn't that what he say? says? The most unhinged one we've had so far, and I love it. I think it's perfect. Lemmy, who did you have on? Me. Not one of anybody as fun as you. Fox. <laughs> what did the fox eyes do? do okay. Do, 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 do. Can we get back to the fox like eyes? Don't start singing again. <laughs> what did the fox Say fox eyes again. I don't want to. <laughs> it was fox like eyes. Fox like eyes. I did a foxy. Okay, next next paragraph. Okay. Despite. Despite all of the efforts to keep the man under surveillance while he was on the train, he managed to escape the police officer. Running like a fox. Running like a fox. Slide <laughs> like a fox with fox like eyes this man had. <laughs> <laughs> they attempted another ransom drop in November, but it was also unsuccessful. No flag. No flag. And no man. The man never showed up. Hmm. But in October of 1984, they sent the media a letter. So who did they send this to? Um, they they sent a letter. I think it was to the police, mm. but it was addressed. I, maybe it was the news. It was addressed to moms of the nation. In it, they stated that they have poisoned 20 packages of Moringa candy with sodium cyanide and placed them on the grocery store shelves. Grocery store shelves. <laughs> police fanned out throughout the country and managed to remove t- over 21 packages wow. containing poison. So, like, it's legit happening. <clears throat> yeah. Interesting side note. No one's dying. Like, they've been able to remove it from the shelf sick enough times. No Mm -hmm. one's gotten sick yet? Uh Uh-uh. Well. Not from this one. Um, There's an interesting side note that some of the packages that they put out actually had warning labels on them that said, danger contains toxins. So they, I I don't know, they were kind of, like, doing it to scare these companies, but also, like, they didn't really want to kill people. They just wanted to, like, affect their sales. But that was only some And, like, scare people. Not yeah, all well, not all of them had it, but some of mm. some of the packages did. In January of 1985, they released a wanted poster based on the store video footage and the description of the man on the train. But nobody came forward to identify the suspect. In August, pressured by the lack of an arrest and investigation going absolutely nowhere, the police officer on the case killed himself mm. by setting himself on fire. So I told you it was him. <laughs> it was the police officer. It's not the same police officer on the train. <laughs> but how is it not? Because he was pressured. But what if he had a guilty conscience? But listen, I once the news of the suicide was reported, the monster sent that said they would not be. Faces. Yeah. Like people? But that's what they called themselves. Fire is a really interesting choice. It's an awful choice. For suicide? That's why I think it's him. He feels guilty. <laughs> fire though wouldn't you fire is awful one of them one of there's those there's so many like other ways that people have found it well they were effective. saying that people were poisoning themselves too so I'm just like hmm. gnarly what do you mean 
Well, earlier I said that the parquet was mm-hmm. like a popular way of like oh yeah poisoning yourself to. I just can't believe he chose fire. That's really interesting. Death by fire is <clears throat> absolutely as agonizing and as horrifying as being poisoned. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Of it, I really I couldn't sad. even imagine. Which almost makes me feel like <laughs> he didn't do it, but but he didn't do it. He didn't do it himself. Mm-hmm. Right. The yeah. fire. It was someone else that did it. Once the news of the suicide was reported, the monster sent what would be their last letter to the media. And it said, The police superintendent died. How stupid of him. We've got no friends or secret hiding places. What have the police been doing for the last year and five months? Don't let criminals like us get away with it. We decided to forget about tormenting food companies. If anyone else blackmails any food companies it's not us but someone copying us we are bad guys that means we have more to do than a bullying company it's fun to lead an evil man's life that is so weird like it's, <laughs> it's again sounds like it was like written by someone kind of immature yeah and it almost sounds like they're like you know you remember making movies as a kid yeah like this sounds like a script yeah, it really does. From a kids at home movie or yeah. play or something. How, yeah, they said the super <clears throat> the police superintendent died. How stupid of them. Like, <laughs> oh. They like using the word stupid a lot. Like they, they do. don't know a lot but of do you think it, Yeah. Do you think this is because we translate oh, that over? Could, that could be. True. Yeah. That's still very interesting be. how they did it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were not happy about it and basically they stated that if anything happened after this, it wasn't them poisoning. So, yeah, uh, the police never ended up tracking down the people responsible. I guess the people think that it may be them just because another po- it was another poisoning, but nothing really, nothing else really connects these two cases together other than poisoning people mm-hmm. and like companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's important to note that uh, they very clearly stated that they wouldn't tamper with any other food, and if something else. Uh, if something else was contaminated, it wasn't them. That's very interesting. Yeah. I'm not sure if that was, like, to throw off the police, though, and if they, like, did it again, or if they actually truly meant that they were finished. Huh? Mm-hmm. And this all happened before the studies? Yes. Mm-hmm. The year before. Mm. So, the vending machine poisons had no notes or ransoms associated with it, like the poisonings from the Monster with 21 Faces. Mm. So... I don't know if that really has much meat, but I, that was like one of the only theories people had, so I wanted to bring that in here. And, and I can see why that theory could make Oh, yeah, sense, absolutely. You know? They kind of were targeting like certain companies, and it seems mm-hmm. like the vending machine <clears throat> poisonings were also like targeting a Ronaman C like, for a while, yeah. but... So do you think that's why... Is that why you don't believe the cop did it that come himself on fire was because those pops happened afterwards? Yeah. Well, I don't even know. I don't. I don't think the monster with twenty one faces was necessarily connected. Connected. It's just a theory. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't know. My don't my theory is theory number two personally, in that what? it's simply a a random killer or a copycat killer mm. to the monster with twenty one faces. And they don't have any suspects or theories past it being someone who got off 
on the fact that a random stranger would drink poison and die a horrible death. Yeah. Which I feel like is definitely like a motive or just like a a pattern, basically. Mm -hmm. Like a pattern from someone. Yeah. The theory is super scary to me because it seems to have no rhyme or reason Mm -hmm. other than to cause some random person pain and death. Yeah. Which is really gnarly and scary. There's no way of knowing like the person that did this Obviously, it wasn't about watching this happen to Mm-mm. the victims either. Or, yeah, because there would be no way that the to tell if the victim is going to drink it on site, yeah. or if it's going to affect them right away. Because there was no, there was no evidence. There's really no theories other than that. <laughs> what are you guys' thoughts on this case? Cop. <laughs> cop. Really? Why do you think cop? Because that's a really weird way to commit suicide. Any other theories beyond that? I think I kind of lean towards theory number one, actually. Oh, really? And usually I feel like you and I tend to agree on theories, but I don't know. Something about that is weird. Do you think that they were targeting? Or do you think they just wanted to see Yeah, something I, happen? Yeah. And then it didn't work, so I think they tried it on a smaller scale. Because they never got any money. Mm-mm. I wonder and they how, never asked for any money on the did they, machines. Did they, after this, did it, like, start off with, like, laws and, like, legislation? And then yes. was there, like, an FDA formed afterwards? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that there was. very, like, you could go down a conspiracy theory rabbit hole with that one. Sure. And, like I said earlier, a couple of those companies, people were trying to sue them for, like, not having tamper seal. Mm-hmm. Containers, but was there any candy laws that were changed? Blame they victim blamed these people and said that they were basically foolish for not checking in or just Mm -hmm. taking random drinks. But but it it was a commonplace thing practice. Yeah, Yeah. it was. So Mm -hmm. I, I think it's reckless to even like go down that road and blame victims ever. Uh, I also want to point out that was interesting with theory number one that it was candy because. I don't remember when all that started, but remember the panic, and we heard it a lot in the 90s. I mean, I wasn't around in the 80s, but in the 90s, you'd hear that panic about checking your kids' Mm -hmm. Halloween candy, that there could be drugs in it, or (laughs) razor blades was the other thing, too, you know? That literally only happened, I think, in one case. But I'm wondering (laughs) if this is all, like, kind of related, because, you know, like how you do the research... Of things during that time, there was the satanic panic oh, yeah. and all that kind of There's stuff. There's a lot so, of crazy panics. Yes, so this kind of seems like <laughs> it went along with what was happening at that time, that people were panicking about things that weren't ever really an issue yeah. before. Absolutely. You know? hmm. Yeah, it's just weird. It's a weird case. It's, like, very, very brutal mm-hmm. in the way, like, it's not obviously, like... Someone stabbing someone, but like the way these people went out is agonizing and torturous and it lasted days. Mm. It's really sad. Interesting. Yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. Matt, you got any thoughts on the case? Final words or thoughts? Um, I think the government did it as always. (laughs) (laughs) You think they poisoned the drinks? Or you think it was a plot? No, I like that, uh, them trying to create some sort of mm-hmm. FDA or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
so to get things. Targeting. Yeah. So then they can create panic. Yeah. But. To panic. Also, have, you know, just like questions, I guess, about the original. Like, why do you not stop people from buying, especially when there are so many of them in such short time? Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't <clears throat> we just like. Okay, just lock up all the vending machines. Or put a sign up or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it was spread across Japan. Like, after the first couple of victims, they did have, like, surveillance on these vending machines. But it was so spread out that it just kept popping up in random cities. Mm. Yeah. Who's traveling to do that? And was it multiple people involved then? Well, also, I thought maybe it was a different truck driver or someone who travels on a daily basis you know Mm -hmm. maybe someone that has to commute from point a to point b and there's all of these cities in between like i don't i didn't really look at a map and maybe i should have i also thought it was odd that the last victim was a female (gasps) so maybe i was thinking like either they had a vendetta towards males they were trying to target males Mm -hmm. and then when they hit a female like stopped because they didn't want that or mm-hmm. something like they were targeting specific people and then just kind of if they happened to kill somebody else that it they just happened yeah right so be it, yeah deal. i don't know yeah mm. everything just sounds wild why, yeah, <laughs> yeah everything's just so weird nothing connects nothing yeah like, there's not like a straight... there's like zero evidence yeah like mm-hmm. zero yeah and then like Maybe they were looking to make sure that they weren't going to be caught on camera or, like, have people see them. But if, if, if it's, like, the traveling around theory, that's a little more difficult to, like, figure out where you're going to do that. And trying to fingerprint yeah. all of that, too, because a lot of people are going to get Using stuff. Using machine. Yeah. I still think Absolutely. it's weird that that cop said the thing about the fox eyes, too. Like, what? <laughs> Stuck on those eyes. <laughs> Why would terrible yellow eyes? I do agree too that that's an odd way to kill yourself. It oh, the fire does look uh-huh. like a way to cover up somebody saying they're mm-hmm. killing themselves. Yeah. Like <laughs> they've Why was there never a white flag? No, there was a white flag. There ended up being a white flag. Just not the second time. Oh. No, I think you got yourself mixed up. What did I say? Well, we had a lot of pauses. He did have a lot of I thought you said, like, the he thought he saw a man acting very strange. Yeah, police officer entered train with money in hand, looking for a white flag. Did didn't it? see the white flag, but didn't notice a male acting strange. So they never said they picked up the money, or that they saw a white flag. He just said, and I saw fox eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the mean something. I don't know, Justin. The guy got the money, so they must have found the white flag. He just Did you imagine the like train. there's like a fox running around? <laughs> Swiper, no swiping. <laughs> it's been Dora this whole time. <laughs> Alright, final thoughts other than Dora. <laughs> no? No. I just think it's very strange that he caught himself on fire. It is strange. There's a lot of strange things, though. Yeah, this whole story is strange. I'm trying to find all the stories that are very strange. So you guys get mind blown every time. And Jay can only <coughs> focus on... The fox eyes. Yeah. And the fire of the whole mess of it. Hmm. Well, I'm never going to drink anything but water. 
Just don't go to the vending machine. Like yeah, buy or I guess I will never get Oreos from the vending machine again. <laughs> Just make sure they're not tampered with. Don't take anything for free. From randoms. Alright. With that, until next time, stay high. Be safe. Thanks for listening. Bye.